Welcome to the Wheel of Sport, home of the greatest sports stories ever told. My name's Ian McNally, and with me is... It's Matt Lavery, Matt Lavery. Hello. Yes. Yes. Get in there. Let's let's get the wheel spinning. Off she goes. Have you got any significant news, Matt? I suppose so, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm moving again, Ian. After Melbourne to Scotland, next stop, Ireland. <laughs> yeah, you want... <laughs> Congratulations. You're one of the few people who move and tell me. Yeah. <laughs> <gone>. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of my friendships which have, you know, just petered out. People have moved countries and never hear from them again, so thanks. I can see why. <laughs> <laughs> the wheel stopped, but... Ian. And it's, uh, it's out of bounds. Out of bounds. Matt, this is a weird one I'm going to have this because this is such a perplexing story. It's so hard for me to understand where I fall down on this story. And I, I need your help, Matt. Excellent. Hopefully by the end of the episode, we'll be able to come to a, a satisfactory conclusion. But I just don't know if we will. I, I let's, What we'll do, I'll toss up all the information and then, then we can make a decision. I, I feel like you might, even though I haven't made a decision myself, you might be able to make that decision for me through the tone and okay. how I deliver it unconsciously. Let's see. <laughs> this story is a really strange one because on one hand, it's just a great success story. Like it shouldn't be out of bounds. It should be a golden moment or one of a kind. But I think it is out of bounds like when you hear the backstory. But on the face of it, it's this woman who she wants to represent her mother's country of Venezuela in the Winter Olympics. Okay. I don't know a huge amount about Venezuela or the Winter Olympic heritage, but I imagine without doing any research, it's it's not an illustrious history there. No, probably not. And so she sets about... Uh, like apparently the, one of the rumors is that she actually she's crowdfunding on an online platform to represent Venezuela in skeleton <laughs> or freestyle skiing right so she doesn't mind she's open to which sport she, she's open absolutely now this dream kind of falls apart and she, this is for, was for the Winter Olympics in 2014, which, as you know, is in Sochi. And she thinks, oh, I'm not going to fulfill my dream, freestyle, freestyle skiing or doing a skeleton for my mother's country, Venezuela. She's so disappointed, Matt. So disappointed that she starts seeing if there's any other options there because there's another Olympic Games happening in 2018. And she thinks, well, I could do it in 2018 in a Pyeongchang in South Korea. I'll set me sights on that. <laughs> but she but she thinks, Venezuela, let's have a look. My grandparents, Matt, they're from Hungary. <laughs> I'll do it for them. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I'll, I'll apply for my Hungarian heritage through her grandparents and represent Hungary. As you're aware, Hungary and Venezuela are quite far apart from yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah, She actually uh, resides in Oakland in California. So she's an American, American-born. 
she jumps over to representing Hungary in freestyle skiing. And it seems that she's got a heart set on it. There's not there's not much money in it because you've got to be in one of the more elite sports or you've got to be uh, at the top of one of the more minor sports in order to get a track funding yeah. and in order to, you know, uh, fulfill your dream. So she's very committed in the respect that she's happy to pay her own way and, and get it, fulfill this dream of, of uh, being in the Olympics. Is she any good? Well, we'll get on to that. <laughs> because you you would think, Matt, wouldn't you, on the face of it, she must be brilliant, right? She must be brilliant, yeah, but maybe you would think she no no you you think she must be brilliant, but not good enough for America. Yeah, that's probably what I'm thinking. Yeah, a lot of athletes fall into that bracket. They would be the quickest in a, any other country or the best in any other country, but because America is a country of what 330 million people, it's hard to compete against. So, it, it, on the face of it, you think she could be a really truly world class athlete. But she's trying to seek other ways to to fulfill her destiny as an Olympian. She decides that you know freestyle half pipe is the one for her. And I don't know if you've watched freestyle half pipe, but let's put this into context: that the the Winter Olympics, until fa- fairly recently, suffered a huge like image problem, really, because partly because of its its bigger, more comprehensive brother of uh, the Summer Olympics, yeah. which everybody, you know, refers to as the Olympics. But the other thing that really holds it back is that it's sports that most countries can't compete in. It's, it's sports generally of the wealthy. Uh, so they're very equipment heavy. You need to obviously have ski slopes and you need to have the equipment and infrastructure to be able to compete. And the other thing was is that the sports weren't great on TV. Some of them were a bit just, you know, like cross-country skiing or something. It's quite quite a, you know, it's just like being spoon-fed porridge. You know, it's it's it can be really difficult to get through. I'm sure there's joy in the nuances of it, but for a mass audience, it's a, it was a difficult sell. So it was great that they started bringing these sports in. Like the freestyle halfpipe is such an exciting discipline. You've got this like huge halfpipe with, yeah. with ice. And then they just, they get so much airtime, do flips in the air, backflips, somersaults. And then somehow, Matt, they managed to land back on their skis only to do it all again about yeah. six or seven times. I mean, it's great fun and so exciting to watch. And the other thing is, is there's the added jeopardy of danger and not finishing. Because if you make one small error, you put your ski down a bit too heavy on the on the downslope, then you're done. Mm-hmm. Like you'll just, it, that, that half pipe will just swallow you up. It, it, watching it when people actually they they make some truly minor errors and when they fall it's like watching you know when watching a motorcycling when somebody comes off and they just go for ages yeah it's, it's like that but they're in a pipe <laughs> so they're just being funneled like a like a ferret down a gutter 
It's just absolutely like it's so frightening, so frightening. I just wanted to put that in context that it, you know this is a really exciting sport that she's entered, and it's a really new sport as well at the time, right? Yeah, it's kind of new and fashionable, and it's kind of in the same wheelhouse as you know uh, snowboarding and and skateboarding, and the, you know those things that like and mount, mountain biking as well, which which was in the um, London Olympics. Yeah, it's an so extreme it, sport. Yeah, but it's cool as well because it attracts younger people and it attracts a lot of um, uh, fashion. And, you know, it, it, it dictates like quite a few subcultures and, uh, around the world. So it's kind of really, you know, a, a desirable thing to be a part of. So she ends up deciding that she will represent Hungary at the Winter Olympics and she will pay her own way around the world to in order to qualify to fulfill her olympic destiny i should mention at this point matt that she's a harvard graduate so she's a smart woman she's she got a master's from harvard i don't think i mentioned either that when she was 19 she ran for governor of California against Arnold Schwarzenegger did i mention that <laughs> no you did not mention that you haven't even mentioned her name <laughs> Oh yeah, I haven't. <laughs> it's in the title of the episode anyway. He'll be there. Uh, uh, I, I Elizabeth. Some people say Elizabeth Swanee. Some people say Elizabeth Swaney. Okay. I I don't know. I kind of. I think it instinctively. I'm thinking it's Swaney. Probably. But I think Swanee is nicer to say. <laughs> Swanee sounds more like, like a nickname. <laughs> and also it's a thing in liverpool if if you if your life had gone down the swanee then <laughs> you you were not in in good form but so anyway she, so, she, so she's at 19 ran for governor and she ran for governor yeah so she as an independent what, or with yeah i think she was one of the youngest um candidates because you have you have to be a voting age to be able to run and she's obviously only just at voting age at 19 but she's not with a party though no so she i think she was down as like an an ice cream business owner right um she likes frozen stuff clearly (laughs) it's it it's interesting that um like the governor to say that she ran against Arnold Schwarzenegger is a bit like Ha- like ramping it up more than what it, it is it's not like it wasn't like five candidates on cnn or something it was, she was one of them at 19 <laughs> literally that's almost 300 people put their name down to right. run, and she was like you <laughs> right. know like the, the 285th person <laughs> right so, i see okay so she stood no chance but it it does give you a little insight in in terms of her um philosophy on life or uh outlook um look she's a smart she's obviously smart right right she's in her early 30s at this point and she works out that if she attends a hundred percent of the world cup qualifying events for freestyle uh skit half pipe if she does that over two years then she might just get enough points to meet the International Skiing Federation's requirement for the Olympic participation. So you need a minimum of 50 points in total. And you, to qualify, you need 
a top 30 finish at either a Freestyle Ski World Cup or an FIS Freestyle World Skiing Championship. So hang on, so she, you can get in the Olympics literally for turning up. There's a prize for turning up. Well, no, but let's see how she went. <laughs> I, just don't, I so, just don't understand you can get points just for turning up 100% of the time. We used to get certificates at school. So That's crazy. It, bearing in mind, it wasn't from the IOC, that certificates at school. No. <laughs> You've had Olympics qualification attendance. Yeah, not on my school. Um, so this is what she does. She attends all of the World Cup qualifying events over two years. And Are they, are they held around the world or just in America? Around the world. So she's, she's on a world tour. To attend or every event. She's flying around the world <laughs> with her skis, a big one-piece romper suit with her goggles and that. Presumably she had a helmet. Yeah, um, yeah travelling around the world. She's going all over the place, America and China and uh, New Zealand, and she's all over the place. Blimey. How is she paying for all this? Just... Well, this is the thing. Like, she must... She must come from a wealthy family. There's, there's like stories of her working like supermarket jobs and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, first off, that that might be true, but you're still not earning enough. You're still not earning enough, and you're never at work. <laughs> 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 yeah. oh, that's so strange. All right. Anyway, so she's got the money somehow. She's somehow doing it. If she was collecting. Um, the shopping trolleys at a supermarket. I mean, she would have done bobsleigh, wouldn't she? she there's no way she would have been climbing in that supermarket on a winter's morning. <laughs> Kiss me lucky egg, man. Um, yeah, so she basically turns up, but you, you still just can't qualify just by showing up because you've got to have a top 30 finish and you've got to accumulate more than 50 points. Okay. Over the whole time. So you can't just show up. Uh, or can you? Because if there's not 30 competitors in the field... Then you could finish then, 25th and be in the top 30. Loophole. Yep. <laughs> so she goes to these events and regularly finishes in the top 30. Now... In order to get enough points, she and all, and in order for it to qualify, she has to finish. So she sets about starting on the half pipe and gently meandering up and down, up and down, up and down to the end. So she doesn't actually do any jumps or flips or anything. Matt, have you have you ever been have you ever been in a pub where you've agreed to meet your mates and it's a big pub and you walk in and you think and it's a busy Friday night or something and you're walking round the pub and then about like thirty seconds in you realise you're in the wrong pub but you've overcommitted. And so you've just got to carry on walking around the pub as they look at, do the whole loop and then walk back out because you, you, oh, we mate actually next door. That's what she's like. She's like just 
she shouldn't be there. She's in the wrong pub. She's in the wrong halfpipe. She's in the wrong event. She's like just meanders down. Meanders. She literally gets at like the highest amount of distance she gets from the halfpipe is probably, and I'm speaking generously here, 15 centimeters. Wow. She will occasionally do like a 180 turn, but it's unclear whether she means to. Or whether, because I reckon if you and I just did that, we'd turn around 180 just by accident. Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) This is is actually great. Yeah, so she turns up for these events. She manages to not finish last in some of them. The reason she doesn't finish last is because... The good competitors, the talented competitors, they take risks because they want to win. Yeah. And sometimes they fail. They're doing the and DNS. Exactly. Did not finish. So she gets bumped up by virtue of them not finishing. Amazing. This is why I'm so torn. I'm like, is this genius or is this an absolute fraud? Is this a mockery of the, the whole system? But one event... So when she's turning up to all these World Cup events around the world, so she's she she goes to this World Cup event in China, right? Simultaneously on the same weekend, there's a huge Grand Prix for freestyle in America, and so any competitor worth their salt is at that more prestigious venue, like venue doing that event. So she's one of fifteen competitors in China. And she finishes 13th. Amazing. Her highest. So on her record sheet, it says that she finished 13th, which kind of puts you in the bracket of solid average. (laughs) It's like, that's pretty good, 13 out of, you know, a field of 15. (laughs) And she only finished 13 because two competitors (laughs) didn't finish. God, that is so funny. That's incredible, isn't it? Do we know? Do we know how her competitors felt about her? It's a great question, and we'll get onto that. <laughs> Every she, single because, one of my questions, uh, you just go, I know. We're we'll get onto that. that. <laughs> yeah, because we will. Uh, just remind me at the end if I've actually come to all of them. But it's it's fascinating to me that she ends up getting to the Olympics in Pyeongchang as a Hungarian. As a Hungarian, right. The amazing thing is about this matter, and this is where I'm really a struggle with this because, for example, the way that they pick, there can only be 24 competitors in this event from around the world. There can only be four competitors from the same country. So in America, you actually had, I think it was they had something like six of like the top 15 in the world come from the US so two of them have to miss out mm. and she gets to go <laughs> so, <laughs> so so put it to put it into context right when the olympics when they start the numbers whittling them down to 24 she's ranked number 34 so she's got 10 people in front of her which he hopes will fall over before the Olympics starts. And sure enough, through injuries, 
or you know deselection whatever it happens she gets bumped higher and higher and she ends up in that 24 that is mad so she got to rank number 34 in the world just by turning up and not dnfing yeah <laughs> that is absolutely amazing that's amazing but she got like to finish 13th as well in a world a world cup event <laughs> like, that's on her record that's like that's so high yeah and she deliberately chose a sport which you know the, there's hardly any half pipes for for winter olympic olympic practice in the world you know compared with any other like major sport yeah it's not even there's so few of them and there's so few female competitors and there's so few people who have the resource to be able to fly around the world and go to all of these events so yeah a lot of ski um slopes wouldn't even have a half pipe yeah yeah it's exceptionally rare and and if you're doing that skill there's other things you can do as well you know, there's. You can probably do skateboarding, or you can do a snowboarding. You you don't have to be doing this thing. It's like kind of a a sport which does lend itself quite easily to other formats and possibly other more lucrative formats. God, this is so funny. It's amazing, isn't it? And she. So we get down to the Olympics. So like, she's gone she's from actually... 34 to 24 or whatever, <laughs> yeah. inside the 24. Yeah. And she's, she's, she lines up. She's on. Like, go on. You have your run at the Olympic Games. How many, South do you know Korea. how many Olympians Hungary sends? Uh, my instinct is to say just her because, like, I, I just don't know enough about the Winter Olympics. But they actually took... Uh, they took 19 over six different sports. So the short track speed skating, which was the, the most popular, that had five men and five women. So that's more than half straight away in that right. one sport. <laughs> but there's alpine skiing, cross-country skiing, figure skating, and speed skating. But they only, uh, outside of short track speed skating, there was only five women can. Uh, representing Hungary. So she's so, one-fifth of the women representing Hungary. And she was the only Hungarian in freestyle skiing. No men. Right. Amazing. Imagine if she got to hold the flag. <laughs> I'm, I'm presuming she didn't. <laughs> you know, every night at dinner, are you hungry? Uh, <laughs> so... This story is so crazy. Isn't it just? But so when she's actually at the Olympics, there was a small hope inside me, Matt, when I watched the footage that you just go for it. Just give it beans. Yeah. See how you go. Just like, just go for it. You know, you're not going to be in the Olympics again. Do you know what she's probably thinking, mate? Bradbury, just stay in it. And if everybody else (laughs) falls over... You might get a medal. <laughs> but the, the thing is, we'll get on to, uh, again, we'll get on to comparisons as well. <laughs> but the thing is, <laughs> I keep deferring everything to later, but she, 
she just doesn't matter. She she is so pedestrian. The commentators don't know how to handle it. They're just like they're, they're so baffled about it that they just end up commentating really straight. You know, like they're just like, oh, she's trying to show the judges that she's got a little bit of style, and she does like a one eighty very pedestrian comes down backwards it's I, th- I think the word is Im- it's embarrassing surely the commentators would have known like through their research right that this person that elizabeth Swainey's not going to be very good or never does anything wouldn't they or were they caught totally unawares i think there might be an element of like you know just having really low hopes for this hungarian outsider they might, I don't even know whether they, you know, surely they would have done some research, but I just don't know. You know, like, there's not a huge amount of journalists who dedicate their time or commentators to the Winter Olympics. Never mind the, um, you know, the backstory of a, of a Hungarian Hungarian athlete who is uh, doing qualifiers around the world yeah. for a niche, niche event. So yeah. I just don't know whether there would have been a breadth of knowledge around this and presumably there's there might not be any kind of video footage of those qualifiers or you know what or widely available anyway and that they could have you know youtube or anything to see yeah. what their style was before so i don't know but it's interesting that you used to bring up about how her other competitors viewed her and they all the ones who had spoke about her were all complimentary to her they were like she's she's an olympian she's put enough as much effort as i have she deserves to be here um and that was kind of the vibe that was in my view generous (laughs) 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 because i don't think she had put as much effort as they had she definitely put a lot of effort into the admin I mean, that's for sure. Booking say. flights all around the world is a nightmare, particularly when you've got the oversized luggage of the skis. That's an awful thing. I just like the idea that talent is no barrier <laughs> like for the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you can be an Olympian too. Just You just really need to do a lot of admin and be able to find a loophole or and game the system, basically. <laughs> In some ways, she kind of... There was justice at the end in the respect that of the 24 competitors, she finished 24th. Right. She she actually finished 13 points, 13.6 points behind uh, Fries Saling of Denmark, who had actually fallen in both of her qualifying runs, but still scored more points. Than her. <laughs> that is amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so the Dane's gone down on our backside and still done better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, twice. Twice gone down. Oh, my goodness. You know, and, and to put it into context as well, like she was up against Cassie Sharp, uh, the Canadian freestyle skier, ended up taking out the gold. And when you watch Cassie Sharp, I mean, she's an extraordinary athlete. She She is so effortless the way that she attacks the half pipe and it's a joy to watch like she the way her body is so free and the way that she gains so much height 
what happens is that um, everybody does their runs and anyone who's in contention for a medal you know they they basically go down by rank so and and it goes you know three two one and it gets down to cassie sharp at this point cassie sharp has already registered a score which has secured a gold and nobody has managed to come close to it so she's won gold and for her final run it's exceptional but she falls because she's still trying to get a higher score than she already has and she falls and uh not falls over completely but she you know make makes a bit of an, an error she's still upright on her skis but she's really floundered and she just effortless effortlessly goes up the ramp and starts over again she just starts doing more somersaults and turns and twists and it's just like ah oh, that's an athlete that's a competitor that's somebody who's deserving of the olympian title and a gold medal i mean you know and i, I accept like people have said oh, we talk about comparisons you know like there's uh was eric the eel in swimming a few years ago yeah and eddie eddie the eagle yeah that's they yeah, both she, of them spring to my mind but the thing is is like she's people have compared her to eddie the eagle but eddie the eagle first off eddie eddie the eagle set a british record eddie the eagle also was doing a, a, a highly highly dangerous sport uh and, and no doubt that this is a dangerous sport as well but he actually did it in a proper way to try to compete but eddie there the was eagle an, was a re- he was a sportsman as well right like he was he wasn't maybe of the standard but he could still do it right yeah he could do the basic uh kind of expectation of what but but in a way in a way i couldn't like you and i couldn't do what eddie the eagle did like the man on the street couldn't do what eddie the eagle did i i can feel a a, another episode coming off matt (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely absolutely and the thing is is that people uh, can mock somebody like eddie the eagle but if you're stood at the top of the ramp (laughs) you know like that's a long way to fall and you need some degree of athleticism and skill to be able to do it which you know swaney is I, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm so torn because I just think, in, in some ways, it's really admirable that she had this dream and pursued it, and she spent obviously a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of effort. She worked out the system that would be best, worked out which country would 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 be best to compete with. Um, I mean, she's fortunate with her lineage, isn't she? Really, to have Venezuela and Hungary to, yeah. to have a crack with. <laughs> You know, she was fortunate as well that she was able to go to a World Cup event when most of the respected athletes were in a different country that she could finish 13th. So, and, and also the, the, the way that the qualifying system works, uh, I believe they have made some tweaks and changes to it. Even Hungary have made some tweaks to their own internal um, uh, qualification uh, standard. But... As as well as I've got some admiration for her, I also I hate this. I really like part of me really dislikes it because it's like there are real 
athletes there there's real people people who can really do it and just and she 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 can't she couldn't i'm really torn because i think there's a joy in that and i also think it's like kind of hugely disrespectful as well i don't know i I know i'm so confused i know what you mean like and obviously she's taken someone's spot but for me that's what you know this sport this is what the olympics is all about isn't it a few characters we're always complaining about (laughs) you know sport being too professional there's too much money in it there's no characters anymore you know something like this is it's truly amateur (laughs) and it's really funny (laughs) um and yeah you know whoever's place she took i'm sure probably wouldn't have won wouldn't have placed in the medals anyway and there's nothing to stop them doing it. You know, it's in the rules. Any, It was available to everyone. Um, Swaney just happened to have the vision and the admin skills to do it. It's, it's, I think also I find people like that a bit unnerving. You know, the fact that she's like running for governor when she's 19. The fact that she's like crowdfunded for Venezuela, you know, and then goes, nah. Hungary, then uh, you know, just like that, real like I don't know, it unnerves me that I just think, oh, I don't know whether, you know, if you're in a cafe or something and you're just like, just can you just mind my stuff for a second? <laughs> I don't know whether somebody like so determined just goes, no, nah. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. It's so confusing, and I suppose that's why it goes to out of bounds because this is story. It was more about like admin, not the sport itself. Yeah. It, it's 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 very little to do with the the actual sport. Absolutely and amazing. That. I, I also think what other sports did Swaney cross off the list? You know, you can imagine her in a bedroom with like a list of all the Olympic sports and just going, "Yeah, not too many people in that one. Uh, a bit too hard." Which like. This is a hard sport as well, but she still she still works out that she can do it. Um, amazing. Absolutely, absolutely amazing. Huge fan of that. Huge, huge fan of that. <laughs> it it, it um, just is very, very funny, and you just don't get to see. I'm going to have to look that footage up. Definitely, definitely get the link in the notes there for, for our listeners, because uh, that is yeah. incredible. I'll have to check that out. Hopefully, I'll be able to put the link for the uh, for the actual gold medal uh, winning uh, run for that because it's great, and also um, Swaney's attempts. It's it's so good, and like the comparison the rel- must be so stark. It it ju- it's so amazing to watch because it does just look like you know somebody's push somebody you know like somebody's been standing next to it and they've just pushed them and they've gone i'm just gonna stay as still as i can and hope that i just get to the end Amazing. but um so brilliant anyway elizabeth swaney uh olympic hero usa's finest hungary's not so finest that is brilliant definitely not venezuela's oh dear but. well thanks very much ian that is absolutely one of the greatest admin stories ever told <laughs> 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 thank you very much listener for uh, for tuning in again um do get in touch with the show uh, you can contact us on twitter and instagram at the wheel of sport or uh, via email at the wheel of sport at gmail.com 
Um, yeah, any suggestions for shows uh, or any feedback, always welcome here. So hopefully hear from you soon and uh, join us next time. Thanks, Matt. I'm off to... Uh, actually, I've just got an email coming from uh, the Nicaraguan Olympic Committee <laughs> ask, ask, a, asking me to uh, compete in a full pipe. Oh, you've got a f- the full pipe. <laughs> Must be an error. They, they, w- they want me to send money straight away. Hang on, I'm going to email Elizabeth Swaney. She might be up for it. Thanks, Matt. Take care. Catch you soon. Bye. Sorry, <laughs> I was just about to do do a big burp. <laughs> I mean, some would say that would be better content than say, what I normally deliver. I like these bloopers. <laughs>